Where it's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Hey, Friday, Friday. We made it. Well, sort of. Thank God it's. You kind of sort of made it to the weekend. Welcome in. Here we go with you on this Friday edition of the show. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. How y'all are? Welcome in. Lots of ways for you to be a part of the show. Text me, call me. Comment on the live stream. I'm sorry I had to miss yesterday, but it was good. <clears throat> it was good, and now we're back. And that means we got to make up some time today. I don't think there was any huge news, just speculation, and that's it. But no actual breaking news on the conference realignment or scheduling or SEC football front yesterday. But who knows? It's a new day, and it's only halfway through the day. Anything can break and pop up there. At any time, and it might do it, and we're here for you. So I don't think there's anything like breaking on that front. Uh, however, we have three teams to do today uh, to learn a little bit about on our countdown of 90 teams in 90 days. So today is, hold on, time out, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you. Today is, what are we, 57? Is that right, 57? Yes. 5-7, y'all. 5-7, 57 days from today. It'll be September the 3rd, the first Saturday in September, the opening weekend of college football. Who doggies? It'll be happening soon. And so we're at 57. So today we're going to hit teams number 58, 57, and 56 because that would be for tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. <clears throat> Learn a little bit about We do have uh, one, let's see. Well, I'll put it this way. We, we do have an SEC team in the group of three. Today, So we'll hit those, learn a little bit about them, see what we need to know. New quarterbacks, new coaches, all this, fight songs, all that stuff. That's coming up. But um, I I, want to let you know, first of all, that today is something called National Car Appreciation Day. National Car Appreciation Day. My question for you is, do you remember... The very first car you ever owned. Now, certainly different kind of answers coming from old folks. Got my hand up here. Versus the young folks out there. I'm just wondering if you remember. <clears throat> I would love to know if you do. What's the first car you ever owned? We'll do a quick poll. First, though, let me remind you, you can be a part of the show. As I said earlier, call me on the Divini phone. Divini Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. 995-1059. It's a 601 number. 995-1059. So I get to hear your voice. Call me that way. Or you could text me on the country please and text line. It's a 601 number. 885-ESPN or 885-3776. So, uh, and if you're watching the live stream, you can text, but you could just comment right there. Pop it up on the screen for me. If you're on YouTube or Facebook, type in your comment. Hit it. And I'll be able to see all of it. See, here's what I mean, if you're watching. Sven, from all the way in Germany, Berlin, Germany. It's nighttime over there. He's Or almost, anyway. He says, hail state, everybody. 
He said, I ever tell you all Americans are crazy? What the heck is National Car Appreciation Day? <laughs> he said, last time it was Fried Chicken Day. <laughs> and today, cars. Every day is something over here, Sven. Today, you're right. So let's see, today's Friday. So Wednesday was National Fried Chicken Day. And we even had somebody with the gall to text into the show on the country-pleasing text line. I believe it was White Denzel. And he told me that the Junction Deli in Philadelphia actually has better spicy chicken strips than Popeye's. <laughs> he, had to, he had the guts to actually say that on this show. He might, I can't Look, I haven't had the spicy chicken strips from the Junction Deli in Philadelphia. Maybe they are better than Popeye's. I just know, like, it's impossible to keep a hat on your head when you eat Popeye's spicy chicken strips because your tongue will knock it right off. <laughs> okay? Just to illustrate to you how good they are. So, yeah, Wednesday was uh, National Fried Chicken Day. This is National Car Appreciation Day. Yes, we have one of those. And, uh, by the way, and Tony said he likes my shirt. Thanks, Tony. Got the M over S baseball logo there for you. Got the, uh, how, about, how about my hat, though? You like my country-pleasing hat? You can get one of those if you go to Country Meat Packers in Florence. Okay, so Hardy on Facebook. His first car, a 1967 Fairlane. That would be a Ford Fairlane. Don't I have that right, Bill? It was a Ford, wasn't it? That is correct. Okay. Hey, Bill. Good yes, Friday sir. to you, sir. How you doing on Friday? I'm doing good. How about you? Just right. Do you remember, Bill, the first car you ever owned? Uh, I, let me see. Memory banks. I need to kick yeah. those in here. I can hear yeah, it right I now. Do. It's like the old, your, your memory yeah. bank's doing like the old dial-up internet. It's going yeah. beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Actually, it's more like uh, Alexander Graham Bell going, Mr. Waltz. No. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, I paid eighty dollars for it. Mm. It was a 1966 Chevrolet, and I can't remember the model, but it had big fins on the back. Oh wow! It was about it was about twenty feet long. Okay. All metal dash, no seat belts, mm. and you could get about ten people in the trunk when you went to the drive it. <laughs> Hold on. You didn't sneak people in the drive-in, did you? Oh, yes, sir, I did. <laughs> ten people in the trunk. At least. At least ten. You might get more than that if they were smaller. No big ones. You couldn't put any big ones in there. That's fantastic, man. But it was, uh, yeah, it was a, and then after that, uh, I got a motorcycle, and then later on I got another different kind of car. Okay. Okay, so a 66 Chevrolet with big fins and no seat belts. Had great big fins. It must have been, the cars back there were at least 20, 21 feet long. Uh-huh. Heavy. Know, four, it was four doors. They just kind of They just kind of bounded down the road, didn't they? Big, heavy, yeah. just heavy. big, smooth riding thing. And the thing about it was everybody else on the road was about that big, too, so it right. stay out of somebody's way. But, yeah, I had to keep changing. I had to keep cleaning the points on it. People don't know what those are, I'm sure, these days. The points and plugs, you know, the points kept going bad and I had to keep oh. replacing them. Yeah, it would start running rough, that kind of thing. But yeah, okay, it was it was a lot of fun. Well, okay, so sixty six. Also, what I took everybody to school in too. I, I charged everybody a dollar a week for gasoline. Is that right? So you and get you know I, I get about five bucks a week, and of course gas was only twenty five cents a gallon. So you would uh, you were sort of everybody's Uber back then. Yeah, we'd all ride to high school together in my car, and they paid you to take them to school. Isn't that cool? Yeah, 
That is great. No seatbelts. And, of course, look, nobody wore them if you had them. Frankly, or a few people did. No, you remember, too, on those old cars, they'd have the old plastic pleather seating, and you were a kid, and in those big cars, you know, you're, they'd make a turn, and you are the kid, you'd go sliding across, you know? Oh, I'm over here. Then they turn lefty. Oh, and then I come back. <laughs> He'd slide around in the back seat hey, of the car. Uh, Matthew, we got somebody on the phone that says he knows you. I think I know who it is. His name is Joe. Oh, that yeah. Joe, as in yeah. Joe Wyatt. All right, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the Divinity Equipment phone line. My dear old dad from Alabama, Joe Wyatt, joining us now on the phone. Dad, happy yeah. fri- happy Friday to you. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad to hear you call me dear old. Well, I don't know about the old part. Well, that thing. old part could have gone away. <laughs> it's um, old, O-L-E, dear old dad, not old. There you, there go, you go. There you go. So we're having this That's discussion. Right. We're having this discussion, Dad, and it's a, today is National Car Appreciation Day. And mm-hmm. I, I wonder if you remember the first car you ever owned. Oh, yeah, I really do. Oh, I remember it like it's yesterday. As a matter of fact, I still dream about that car. <laughs> do you, like, literally I, dream uh, about it? I do. I do dream about it. It's a crazy, crazy thing. When you're young, some things make such an impression on you. You never, you never forget it. And uh, that car, I worked all summer at a service station and saved my money. And so it was about this time of the year, about in, in July. What year would it have been, um, Dad? Whereabouts? Uh, let's see. I was 15 years old, so 1968. Okay, 68. And uh, my brother found it. It was it had not been driven in a long time. It was sitting under a mimosa tree, and I paid $75 for it. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was green and white, had a lot of rust on it. It was a Plymouth, a 1956 Plymouth Savoy. Mm-hmm. Green and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Two-tone. And you put and you, you paid seventy five. Uh, Bill was telling me earlier yep. his his first car um, was a sixty six Chevrolet that he paid eighty dollars for. So you beat him by five bucks. <laughs> well, yeah, he and I are about the same age, so we had about the same price range. <laughs> <laughs> about the same. Pr- there you go. <laughs> okay, but and I That's remember. Right. Don't I remember seeing a photo of yeah, you in front? Probably. You had on your baseball uniform. And you were standing in front of that car. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I, yeah. th- I thought I saw. Yeah, that. Danny and I, my little brother. You know, we had our picture taken in front of that car one time. Yeah. We were getting ready to go to a baseball game, and uh, I was only fifteen, and. You know, uh, then I turned 16 in August, uh, but it was, uh, it was interesting. I put recap tires on it back then. They were about maybe $15 each. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I had it, the seat cover was all torn up. I think the rats had been eating the seat, <laughs> front seat. I bought a, a seat cover, yeah. a vinyl seat cover and put on it and, uh, front seat. It didn't have a heater. At all. Oh, really? And air conditioning, oh, man. Well, I didn't even know very many people that had a car back then that had air conditioning in it. You know, only the people who had Cadillacs. 
stuff. Sure. <laughs> hey, and, uh, and I have to, have I have to break up, I have to break up your story just for one second, Dad, because as you're mm-hmm. talking to me, I hear a high pitched beeping noise in the background. You didn't get hearing aids, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, Is that uh, some, uh, Morrison's trying to get me to get a hearing aid, but uh, I refuse. I, I just can't stand it. Well, well I'm ear, sorry. I, I just had to do make that joke. I heard that beeping, and I knew you'd appreciate it. Now, uh, I don't uh, know what that could be. Well, it may be us. Okay, so your car, your first car, it was a 56 Plymouth Savoy. You paid $75 for it. Mm-hmm. You said it had holes in the seats or rats had been chewing on the seats before you mm-hmm. bought it. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, it didn't have a radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, my brother-in-law gave me an 8-track tape player, and I installed it. I had uh, one speaker I found, and I put it behind the back seat up by the window by the window you know and i had a uh, some some eight track tapes i had a Jimi hendrix eight track which was absolutely great yeah. and uh i had a johnny cash tape uh i had a bob dylan tape these were all eight tracks nobody else wanted they gave them to me <laughs> this is my man here this is my man we, we're, we're in the same neighborhood now yeah man. it sounds like you and, you dad you and bill i think would have big bit uh, been big buddies you know <laughs> You know yeah, what he Jimi told Hendrix and Johnny Cash? Are you kidding me, Dad? Yeah, you know what Bill told me about his car? Okay, he he was talking about how big that '66 Chevrolet was that he bought. He said you could fit ten people yeah. in the trunk into the drive-in movie. <laughs> <laughs> he snuck ten, at least ten people into the drive-in. <laughs> uh, now, what kind of Chevrolet was that? Was it a uh, Impala, Bel Air, or what? It, I think it was a it was a Impala, but I'm not real sure. It was big. It had the big. You had those okay. big fin, oh, the yeah. big fins on the back. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It looked like it was going to fly. <laughs> hey, and and Dad, you're you're 56 Plymouth. You got it when it was about 12 or 13 years old. Um. Yeah. Didn't you tell me once that you had some kids in school who kind of made fun of your car? Oh, let me tell you. I, I, okay, most of my friends didn't have a car, mm. right? Mm-hmm. But they would, uh, when they wanted to, you know, they wanted to make fun of my car. <laughs> and I got chased about that pretty early on. And I told all my friends, I said, don't make fun of my car. And they said, what you going to do? I said, well, it's not what I'm going to do is what you're not going to do. You're not going to ride in my car. You're going to make fun of <laughs> And then I had to demonstrate that I meant business. I told one or two, you know, you can't. Hey, look, my second car, it was a 59 Chevrolet, and I went to college with it. I had people that wanted college. They didn't have cars then. Mm-hmm. People were dropped off by their parents on Sunday afternoon to go to school the next week. And that's the way it was when I was in college. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? 1971. Yeah. They didn't have a car, but they wanted to make fun of mine. <laughs> and when they did, I said, okay, that's it for you. <laughs> All Your name's it, on the list. You'll never ride in my car. All it took I was one. Huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and you know, you're talking about, that. okay, so that was in the 50s. Uh, 50s 60s. and 60s, people would go to college yeah. but didn't have cars. They would get dropped off. And, you know, so... 30 that's right well no let me get this right so so 20 30 years earlier in the 1940s you know like annabeth's grandmother yeah. 
was a student yeah. at Ole Miss in the 1940s, just after the the uh, just after World War II ended. So, uh, you know, mid yeah. to late 40s, yeah. and she was from Learned, Mississippi, which is near Jackson, in that area, and she uh-huh. talked about doing both like riding buses to go back and forth to college but all and getting dropped oh, yeah. off but also yeah. some people would ride trains even in the 40s they would get on a train and ride and get exactly. dropped off and they'd go to school that way you know uh, i want to tell you about a lady her name was method holmes she passed away she was in her 90s and i helped with the funeral just a few weeks ago when she left her home over close to geneva alabama to go, she went to Montevallo, which is where I went to school. She left home in the back of a pickup truck, worked in the cafeteria, majored in home ec, and didn't get to come home until Christmas. When she got to come home, they had run electricity out to their house. They had one light bulb hanging in the middle of a room, and when she walked in the door and saw that they had electricity, she cried. Mm. She had to, when, and when she got home, somebody dropped her off. She had to walk about two miles to get to the house. Now, listen, those were different days. Yeah. Those were different days. They were and different, yeah. So when, yes, and when they finally started, got to where they could get cars, don't you know it really meant a lot to them? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just, you know, having to depend, just no transportation, really. Yeah. Uh, but. Anyway, this is the way a lot of people left home. They rode a bus. I knew two older ladies. So one of them taught school for 60 years in Chilton County. And she she and her sister got on a bus and went to Livingston. Didn't know a soul there. All they had was enough money to get to Livingston. Didn't know what they were going to do. <laughs> and they both graduated from school, and the rest is history. Isn't that something? Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it really is amazing. Yeah. Well, and we probably do take our yeah. the, the availability of vehicles and stuff for granted now. I'll tell you this, Dad, um, and kind of taking off the old you know, chip off the old block. I was thinking about the car situation. You know, yesterday I had to take one of our vehicles and leave it yeah. at the mechanic, okay, because it won't it won't run right. So we've got one yeah. vehicle that will work. Well, I was telling somebody yesterday about a trip that I was going to have to postpone. You know, in my old expedition, it won't crank. It needs a battery, and I keep hanging on to it. It's sitting, yeah. in, the, it's sitting in the driveway right. dead as a doornail. And I said to him, I said, yeah. I can't come and see you. We've got three cars, and only one of them will work. And there was a pause, and I texted him. I said, am I a redneck? <laughs> and he said, his response to me was, you can take the boy out of Alabama, but you can't take the Alabama out of the boy. I think you're only a redneck well, if they're up on blocks. Well, I hadn't put one on that's blocks exactly yet. That's what I was about. <laughs> oh, me. It's, it's coming. You'll be taking, yeah. You're going to need those tires soon, and you'll take those tires <laughs> off and put it up on blocks. Well, you that's it. tires on some other vehicle. Well, look, I'll be honest. If somebody comes by today and makes me an offer on those four tires, they can help me put it up on blocks and yeah, write, write me a check. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs> well, do you remember a car I bought you to drive when you were about 16? I remember. You got about 16? Yes. Uh, it was a gray Pontiac 6000. 
Yes, and, and it would look pretty rough. The it, paint was in bad shape. Yeah, it was. The paint was oxidized yeah. and rusted in a few places. You know what I remember about that car, Dad? What's that? You know, I I started dating a girl there at about that time, and I was playing ball, um, and I was driving it to and from football practice. And yep. then in the preseason, we had a Friday practice at Prattville High School, and they were not going to make us practice the next day. I was so excited to get out of there on Friday afternoon. I went to the car, took all my stuff off, pads, pants, shoulder pads, helmet, threw it all in the truck, trunk of that Pontiac 6000. <laughs> went home, went home. The next day, Saturday night, over 24 hours later, I go to pick up my girlfriend. She gets in the car. She says, Matt. What is that smell? What's that smell? I said, what, what, what smell? What are you talking about? She said, something's dead in here. I said, roll the window down. It ain't that bad. And then it hit me. All my pads, yep. my shoulder pads soaking wet with sweat, my helmet, jerseys, shoes, football pants are still in the trunk. They've been sitting in the trunk in the sun, marinating back yep. there for 24 hours. Sour. Yeah, terribly sour. Needless to say, by the time uh, by the time we got to the restaurant where we were going to eat, her hair was all messed up from riding with the window down in that Pontiac yeah. Six Thousand. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dad, it's good to Boy, talk to hey, you. Look, yeah, in, enjoy talking with you always. Yeah, we'll do it again soon. Love you too, Dad. More memories okay. soon. All right. All right. Enjoy the movie. Yeah, he stepped out of the movie theater. To give me a little time. National Car Appreciation Day. Attaboy, Bill. Mustang Sally to the break. Just getting started. Stick around. Oh, yeah. There it is. <clears throat> National Car Appreciation Day. And that's the one I thought of, Bill. That one right there. It's the one I thought of. Yeah, if you don't know this song, it's time to know it. Hey, Billy, they're probably going to mute me on Facebook for this. I don't care, though. I just don't care. Uh, Are you talking over it? Yeah, as this leads up, let me explain it. National Car Appreciation Day. Welcome into the show. Free for all Friday. We haven't talked sports yet, but who cares? we got bigger things like pink, little, little red Corvettes. Little red Corvette. Prince. Uh, yeah, so songs about cars. National Car Appreciation Day. We've established several things. One. One is that I have a thermos full of coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi. Go to highpointroasters.com. You will not regret it if you are a coffee lover. If you are not, go there, get some. You will be soon. We've also established Bill's first car was a 1966 Chevy, big enough to fit at least 10 people in the trunk to sneak them into the drive-in movie. And we talked to my dad, Joe Wyatt from Dothan, Alabama. 
Dad's first car, he bought it when he was 15 for $75. A 56 Plymouth Savoy, green and white. Holes in the seats, rats have been chewing on it. I can't believe we had the, had the same eight-track tapes. <laughs> yeah. I had Jimi Hendrix, and I had, well, I had Neil Diamond and stuff like that, too. But you know. Okay, so he said, he yeah. said Jimi Hendrix, uh, Bob Dylan... Bob Dylan. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, yeah. He said they were some that somebody else didn't want, so they gave them to him. He had to install the eight-track player in there yeah, himself. I did that, too. I did that, too, and you hooked it up to your – there was one that you could get that would hook up to your radio. You could yeah. use the knobs on the radio to turn it up and down. You know, right, so. right. How Good about that? Answer. Not in stereo, of course. Hey, and look at some of these answers. Uh, look at some of these answers on the text line, the country-pleasing text line. Country-pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. I ought to call Henry Cooper right now. From Country Meat Packers, a country pleasing sauce, and ask him if he remembers his first car. I bet he does. Handyman texts the show at 885-3776. Says, Bill's car sounded like a Chevy, how do you say that, Biscayne? Yeah, it <laughs> I mean, could have been. I don't know. It's been so long ago, man. I, mean, I never know, heard of that. I was uh, 68. I was like 15. Look at the picture that Jason and Flagstaff sent us on the text line. This man is posing for a photo. I'm talking biceps and triceps and all. He said, it's my second car. My dad and I had to rebuild the whole thing. It's an 83 Buick Regal that had a 72 455 in it. Engine rebuilders in Tupelo hated us for about six, six months. That's a, because that's they a pretty car there. That's pretty. Because they couldn't get Buick motor parts in a timely manner. <laughs> <laughs> Look he's, at he it. Looks pretty, he looks pretty cool. Like, he ready, huh? He's ready, ready. Got them short shorts on there and <laughs> socks on with the tennis shoes. <clears throat> he's ready. Uh, Hog Jowl, Texas show. He says, my first car that I owned was a 40 Plymouth with a six-cylinder with a whopping 84 horsepower. Throttle was on the dashboard. What? <clears throat> a 1940 Plymouth? What does that even look like? What was that Jerry Reed song? Lord, Mr. Ford, I just wish that you could see what your simple horseless carriage has become. Those are some lyrics to a great song. Coop in Gluckstadt. Uh, songs for the break. Dan Seals, My Old Yellow Car. I don't know that one. Okay, he says, this is my first car. It's a 67 Mustang. I got it when I was 14 in 1984. It's a picture of it out at Live Oaks from last fall. Look at that. So it's, wait a minute, time out. Coop and Gluckstadt, you're telling me the same car that you got at 14 in 1984, you still have it? That's the same one and you've kept it fixed up all these years? Look at that car. Thibodeau, 1989 Ford Bronco, drove it in high school, mid to late 90s, and spent two years in Starfield with him. How about that? That was his first one. Don, he said, as I recall, my first car was a 1970 Chevrolet Impala, brown and black body. Brown and black is a color scheme you don't see much. Uh, MSU 1980. Matt, you won't believe it. He says he was thinking about his first ride just before he turned on. It must be karma. Back in 73, it was a 1959 F100. It was his father's old hand-me-down. Uh, MSU 1980 remembers that uh, he told him he paid $1,800 brand new. Three-speed on the steering wheel. One backlight only thing on the dash was the odometer, gas gauge, which was broken, and a speed gauge. (laughs) 
And thanks, MSU Nineteen. He enjoyed hearing from my dad on the show. Uh very, very cool. Hogjow sent us. He's got um they got two Arkansas red razorback vehicles, a truck and a car. Look at that. Scott! His first car was a 1972 Volkswagen Bug Baby Blue. <laughs> How about, I cannot, and see, y'all got to know this. Scott, who just texted me, was uh, a big-time defensive lineman prospect. Prattville High School, Heinz Community College, played for a couple of years for the Auburn Tigers in the SEC. Yes, a defensive lineman who drove around in his first car, a 72 Baby Blue <laughs> Volkswagen Bug. Yeah. He was crammed into that thing, too. And, um, he folded up in like – they had to unfold him to get him out. Uh, 86 dogs. 76 Buick Regal. He said, I was proud of it in 1982. I got on the roof of the house to take a picture of it. How about that? That is his picture he took of it sitting out there right in front of the basketball goal. An, a 79 Buick Regal. Coop. All right. Coop and Glucks, that's the same car. He said, God's been good to him. He's been able to hang on to it. A 67 Mustang. He got it in 84 when he was 14 years old, and he has a picture of it right now. He still has it. You ought to see the thing. Like something out of a car magazine. Nice. National Car Appreciation Day. Great songs about cars. Mustang Sally. Little GTO. Uh, Little Red Corvette. Grease Lightning. Wasn't that a car song? Yes, it was. I can't drive 55. <laughs> Not really a car song. Hot Rod Lincoln. Yeah, Hot Rod Lincoln. Yeah. Car wash. At the car wash. <laughs> okay, you're stretching it. Uh, yeah, it's a car wash song. It's not a car song. What was that? Get into my car? No, wait. Get out of my dreams. Get into my car. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Ocean. All right, back over to the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone line, Brandon on line one. Thanks for calling, Brandon. What's up? Hey, Matt. Love you guys. Love your show. Um, love what you stand for. It's good to hear your dad talk. <laughs> uh, I know know you were raised right. Hey, just a couple of things. Uh, this isn't a car song, right. but uh, I think it's by the cars. Who's going to drive you home tonight? Okay, That's a good song. Yeah, it is. It's. I mean, it's a car song because you got to. We're going to drive, right? We're driving cars. Yeah, I yeah, mean, so. you didn't have Uber, so <laughs> so real quick. Uh, I was just glad to get wheels just to be able to take you know take the girls out, but I got a hand me down S10. That was my first one, man. I yeah, thought boy. it had woofers in it. And, man, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I woofers. was something else. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Wolfers. Brandon, woofers is not a, is a word I hadn't thought of in 30-something years, okay, <laughs> since high school. Dude, that's woofers. why, because that's how old they're. Yeah, <clears throat> woofers. And, I mean, I would just go around, and my mom said, son, I can hear you coming from a mile away. <laughs> but I was going to tell you, my, my grandmother had, it was either an 84, 85, 86, somewhere in that range, Lincoln Continental Gold. And it was the one, you remember the headlight? that had the covers that came up when you turned the car on? Yes. It's like the car blinked and at you. You could literally you could literally go over a speed bump at fifty miles an hour and not feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how smooth and it if was. If you hit if you had that car right now and you hit a new car that they make nowadays Oh yeah. It wouldn't be a scratch on that link, but <laughs> it would total out that other car. It'd go right the the old car would go right through it. 
I mean, it's uh, right. It's just like a train. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I think that hood was two hundred pounds. I think. <laughs> to live it, so. Look, you guys have a great day. Love y'all. Bye. I love you too. Appreciate the call, Brandon. Thanks on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Uh, yes. Look, the the old ones were built a little different. I mean, they certainly were. My my first see, my dad gave me cars to ri- drive. I say cars because it was like a couple of them while I was in high school and he paid for them and including the one I went to college in but they were always used and he would they would tear up and he'd trade it in and get another one and trade it in and get another one (laughs) and it was always just kind of piecing together to make sure we had transportation there was no such thing as let's just go buy the car you drive it for 10 years call it a day we didn't do that sort of thing so I had a bunch of different ones the first one that I ever had though that that was mine and i was making the payments and paying the insurance on and everything was um and and he found dad found it and it was a single cab f-150 with a toolbox was gold colored and it was a five speed okay so it was a f-150 pickup single cab beautiful paint job that gold champagne kind of color with a toolbox on it but it was a five speed and i can't remember the year model that it was but anyway, I, I, I drove that pulling my boat to and from lakes and going fishing and stuff. And, you know, I never could find people that would help me back my boat into the water down a boat ramp and pull the trailer out and pull the boat out and stuff because the truck was a five. Nobody wanted to drive a strange five-speed on a boat ramp. <laughs> and eventually I got rid of that and got some old some old big SUV that was a lemon. But anyway, who's going to drive you home? That boy, Brandon. It's drive by the car. Drive by the cars. National Car Appreciation Day. We'll see where this goes. Stick around. Ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think. Oh, yeah. Come on. So what song we have here, Bill? This is Drive My Car by the Beatles. Drive My Car. There you go. By the Beatles. Pretty simple, but hey, it's the Beatles. Well, it's National Car Appreciation Day, according to, I don't know, somebody. And it's given us almost an hour's worth of conversation to chat about. See, I just filled my mug full of hot coffee. Y'all pulled up to the table, sat down in a chair, and joined the conversation. And you did it in several different ways so far. On the live stream, if you're on YouTube, Facebook, hey to y'all, pop some of your comments up on the screen here. And text messages and phone calls. We talked about Bill's first car. Dad's first car. Talked to him on the phone over in Alabama. Lots of photos sent to us. Pretty cool to see all this. I Look, i just be honest with you. I know it's a live radio show, and it's a Friday, and we normally do all sports. But we got on the subject, and it's so it's like I get to sit back and be entertained by all of your <laughs> stories about your first cars. You're sending me pictures. 
Willie says on Facebook, a 76 black and gold Trans Am, otherwise known as the Coors Express to Starkville. <laughs> what? Willie, here's what I'm going to say, though. Okay. You were a fancy kid if your first car was a Trans Am. Agree with that, Bill? Yeah, you fancy. I mean, you're a fancy kid now. If if your first car, mom and dad bought you, I'm not saying they did, but if they did, you, we all had those, right? We knew kids. So mom and dad bought them a little sports car as their first car. <laughs> I'm just saying, nothing wrong with that. That's cool. That wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Chuck on YouTube, an 83 Pontiac Bonneville. Now, I'm going to tell you something about Pontiac Bonnevilles from the 80s and 90s. Those were good riding cars, smooth sailing cars. Okay, they were good cars. A Pontiac Bonneville. I think I might have actually driven one at one time, but it would have been about a 90. He said it got him through senior of high school, college, and the first few years out at, you know, in the working world. How about that? They were good cars, man. Who's um, <clears throat> this? Irritable dad? Irrita dad? Irita? Somebody on YouTube said all this talk about 25 cents a gallon and $15 tires is messing with my should-be-positive-Friday vibes considering our current economic predicament. Yeah. Bill bought a car, okay, for $80. <laughs> I mean, and I remember the retreads, too. We used to call them Maypops. <laughs> because they may pop. Yeah, because they may pop. <laughs> Maypops. Uh, look, it's a whole hour of car stuff. I don't care, whatever. And I'm not even a car guy, but I have a great appreciation for all this. It's fun. Uh, Dat Boy says his first vehicle was a 1990 Toyota 4Runner. He paid $500 for it, and it had 400,000 miles on it. And only five of the cylinders worked. Hey, but you bought it, and it got you down the road, didn't it, Dat Boy? Hey, here's another thing, Bill. Like in high school, and even in college, but especially in high school when you're young, you, you know how to identify kids who had cars that they weren't paying for and that they certainly weren't buying the tires for it? Yeah, you could, uh, you could tell. Because they were the ones that would peel rubber <laughs> yeah. and throw Leave smoke. in the parking lot. Yeah, they were showing out, hitting the gas and peeling their tires and squalling mm-hmm. them and because they weren't buying those tires. Yeah, all of us riding on Maypop. You could do that. <laughs> you had to be careful. Like that guy on that movie, No Time for Sergeant, said, be smart. And if you can't be smart, be careful. <laughs> and then he started laughing. Ed says his first car was an 89 or 90 Mitsubishi Montero. Oh, yeah, I know about all those. The front end of one and the back of the other. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It wasn't an either or. He says his first car was an 89 and a 90. <laughs> <laughs> Mitsubishi Montero the song by Johnny Cash one piece at a time <laughs> yeah. one piece at a time didn't cost me a dime <laughs> didn't, that's right the front end of the 89 and the back of the 90 stick them together he paid $400 a piece at the junkyard put them together built a car got him down the road <laughs> hey what is that an 89 or a 90 yep which one? Uh-huh. Unnamed texture said, and he's got me a picture. That is an awesome 
classic pickup truck. 72 Chevy C10. It was his granddad's, his dad's, and now his. His granddad bought it from his brother's dealership in New Orleans. It is orange and white. Look at that thing. That's awesome. They, I mean, just think. I don't know who you are, but just think if you had an actual accurate list of all the things that have ridden in the bed of that 72 pickup truck. Wouldn't it be cool to look through it? Brown Hornet. 77 Buick Regal somehow managed to drive it to start when he was a sophomore in high school. <laughs> the Regal has been well represented today. Isn't that great? Bill in Madison. Pink Cadillac. It's your vehicle, baby. Oh, that's a song? Is that what you're talking about? Because he didn't... You're not telling me that your first car was a pink Cadillac. That's a song. No, no. Pink Cadillac, you know, Bruce Springsteen wrote that. In fact, I've got it by him. And Aretha Franklin has it. Yeah, because I thought I remembered a female voice. Pink Cadillac. Pink Cadillac. Yeah, but Bruce Springsteen wrote that song. Did he really? He he also did a version of it, too. I'll play it for you here later. Okay. All right. Uh, Dog Tired in Florence. An 83 Volkswagen Rabbit with a three-cylinder diesel engine. Got about 50 miles per gallon. Said no one can drive it. No one could drive it because Volkswagen had a unique shift pattern, five speed. You press down on the shifter to put it in reverse. Nobody knew about that. So he had an anti theft built into the car, he said. <laughs> so you had to push down in order to put it in reverse. Kind of like child proof, you know, lids. You push down on it first. That's one of them puzzle cars. You got to figure the puzzle out to start it. Okay, and you might help me with this. I'm not a car guy either, but Clay texted us there, Bill, with a picture, okay, of his wife sitting on the hood, and it says, uh, my wife's first car, and it's a red Mustang, but that's going to be about a what, 74, I'm guessing 75-ish, or is that a 60s model Mustang? Who, who was Clay? Yeah, Clay. I can't or is that, that's a... Or is that 60s? No, that's, that's, like, that's in the 60s. That's either a 65, 66, 67, somewhere in there. Okay. Those yeah, mid-60s. The only place you didn't want to sit in that car was uh, in the middle in the back because there's a hump that would wear you out. <laughs> it would wear you out? Mm-hmm. It's where the drive shaft went, you know. Okay, gotcha. Didn't want to sit there. I <laughs> gotcha. But that is, those are fine cars. Uh, affordable AR painting. My first car, 77 Ford Bronco. Look at that Bronco. Blue with white fenders, and I mean almost like royal mm-hmm. blue, just slightly darker than royal blue, with white fenders and a white top on the Bronco. My brother-in-law is in the process of redoing one of those right now. Is he really? They're getting ready to. Uh, he took it all the way down to to parts and yeah. putting it all back together, painting it. And oh, wow. See, I'll have one, to get a picture when he gets it done. Well, I'd like to see it. And that picture of that Bronco, again, blue... White fenders, white top, and you notice he's got the white wheels uh, the, the, to kind of match it. That's good looking right there. Ed, his first car was an 89, and okay, so so the, as, got it. I read it earlier. He put two cars together, an 89 and a 90. It had 256,000 miles on it when he got it, and he sold it with 485,000 miles on it. For $800, the same exact amount that he paid for it 200,000 miles earlier. 
Yeah, but which part of it had the 256? <laughs> you know, one part could have had this one kind of mileage. That's one true. Part could have had, you know. And that's true. Dog Tired in Florence wanted to tell you, Bill, that he remembers Maypops. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> he said, but another funny adage, you had to spray with mosquito spray so that they wouldn't pop the tires. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Red- I guess they still sell retreads. Every once in a while, you'll see them on a big 18-wheeler. They sell a lot of them for 18-wheelers. That's great. Reggie yeah. on YouTube says his original vehicle was a 68 Chevy Impala, two-door, with a half vinyl top, but his grandmother finally got him an 88 Toyota Tercel. The passenger side rear view mirror and a cassette radio were extra. How about that? And he says Fred Hadley and he rode a lot of miles in that vehicle. So Reggie must be from uh, the Tupelo area. Because Fred Hadley, of course, Tupelo guy, and went on and played at Mississippi State. And, and he's back around here now. And I'll tell you this. So Fred was at playing receiver at State in the 80s. You ought to see him now. Right now he could play at Stadies in that good of shape. Maybe my all-time favorite car song, Rapid Roy, Jim Croce, taking you out to the break. Spinning a tune. He got a tattoo on his arm. I said, baby, he got another woman. Just say, hey, whatever Sunday afternoon he is, a dirt track demon in a 57 Chevrolet.